and welcome back to the Sports and Coffee with Oppo podcast. I'm David Apodaca. And before I get into anything at all, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. He gets paid $1.19 million every single year. This man has not played since 2001. 19 years ago, he will continue to get paid this much money until 2035 when he would be 72 years old. The Mets made a bad deal and he's taken advantage of it. So, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Now, let's get on to our topic. And with the MLB officially starting July 1st, Let's go ahead and talk about everything you need to know about the season and what's about to happen. So, I just said, the season starts July 1st. That's when people are showing up to camp, saying hi to the coaches, meeting new players, meeting the rookies, hazing them, doing all that crazy stuff. The season officially starts July 23rd or the 24th. They really haven't decided that date yet, but it's one of those days. They will only be playing 60 games. No, that's not right. They put in a proposal to play 60 games. So it could be 60. It's under review by the MLBPA, and it has yet to be finalized. Now, to limit the traveling distance that each team goes, they will mostly play teams in their division, and they will be playing teams geographically close to them. So, in other words, the AL East will play the NL East. The AL Central will play the NL Central. And, of course, the AL West will play the NL West. Now, after the season, the postseason happens. And they wanted to expand the postseason, but they didn't go with it for this year. We can see it next year, but they decided not to. They're going to stick with the same one they've been had since 2012 where the two wild card teams play each other to get in then you have a best of five and then you have a best of seven and then to see who wins it all you have another best of seven next we're going to talk about one of the controversial calls topics whatever you want to call it the dh This year, the MLB is going to go with DHs on both sides of the league. So the NL will have a DH this year. You won't see your pitcher hiding in the box all the way to the back with the bat resting on his shoulder, chilling easy out. It's not going to happen this year. Not everybody's mad bum and can just step up and hit a home run out of nowhere. I like this rule. A lot because you don't overtax your pitchers if they choose to swing they can swing the ball and pull their arm out of socket they can run for first base and trip and now they're out the game you lost your starter you got to start over it's all bad so I like this rule another reason I like this rule is because you have older players who can't throw the ball as far anymore they can't feel basis like they used to but they can still provide power i hope this rule stays but as of right now it's only going to be for the 2020 season 
they're going to vote on it again in 2021. So we might see it back next year. Training camp. Training camp is going to be held at the home ballpark. I know many teams like to go to a different city or state to do mini camp just so they can have all their players in one spot. And it's not happening this year. So don't expect to be up in Arizona to see all your players because they won't be there this year. Trade deadline. So the trade deadline is normally July 31st. This year, it will be August 31st. And, you know, a player must be on the roster by September 15th in order to play in the postseason. So this is the crazy part, right? You can start with a team, play a week, no, play a month, get traded, play another month, get traded, then you're in the postseason, just like that. Crazy, I know, but that's how it looks like it's going to work. Roster. Now, baseball isn't known to have a lot of players on their roster, but to ease them back into competition, each team will have about a 30-man roster the first two weeks. Then they got to let go of two players for 28 players the next two weeks. And then they got to let go of two more players to have 26 in the remaining, the remainder of the season. A team can submit a 60-man eligible to play in 2020. The roster has to be about 40 people plus a taxi squad of 20 players. A taxi squad is Steve dropped his phone he hurt his finger trying to catch it so they're going to call up bob bob's going to take a taxi to the stadium to take over steve's spot he's most likely not going to play he's just a backup that's just there you go that's just an easy way to explain it now there are some in-game rule changes this is i don't like this rule change at all so if a game goes to extra inning innings they're going to put a man on second base. They did this in the minor league. And I didn't like it when they did it then. So you already have a guy in scoring position waiting on second base, waiting to score. So that batter only has to get a single and he gets on. Now you can put a pinch runner out there or you can just throw, not throw. You put the last guy that got out or a pinch runner. I'll just go with the pinch runner and, you know, all you got to do is hope the guy at bat gets a single, have that pinch runner run all the way around. That's what he's in the game for and score games over. There you go. I don't like this rule, but this rule is only in place for the 2020 season. It'll be back to normal in the 2021 season. And this rule will not go in effect in the playoffs, which is a very, very good thing. Now, there's some things in the game that they did change a lot. Okay. Position players pitching. Now, it was going to be a rule to where a position player can only pitch if your team is up by six points or you're down by six points. That rule does not take place anymore. So expect your left fielder, your first baseman, your shortstop to go up and pitch Maybe like an inning just for the heck of it. I don't get it either. Another rule I do not like is this three 
batter minimum. So when a reliever comes in the game, he has to face three batters before he subs out. This is horrible because let's say Aaron Judge is up to bat and he's the third batter you're facing. Let's Again, let's just say Aaron Judge sucks against left-handers. You're not going to be able to sub a left-hander pitcher in because you can't sub the one that's in there out. So this kind of strategically, it kind of throws coaches off and it's going to be a new game plan on how they're going to adjust to this. Suspended games. If a game is cut short that has been less than five ending innings, it will continue on a later date. So if a game is in the sixth ending, they're just going to give the win to the guys who were winning the game. How are they going to prevent the spread of COVID-19? Players, coaches, and support staff will be tested every other day. That is so painful. I got tested. They stick that thing up your nose deep in there. I'm pretty sure they touch your eyeball and then they yank it right out. And that stuff hurts. So I felt sorry for these people. If a player does have COVID-19 or any type of symptoms, they will be checked twice per day. And they can't come back if they do get COVID-19 unless they pass two COVID-19 tests. Absolutely crazy, I know. Social distancing will be highly recommended, apparently. They're not, like, they're not saying, hey, you can't stand next to each other in dugout. They're not saying that. It's just highly recommended. Now, non-players are going to be wearing a mask at all times. The camera crew. And this is the crazy part. I got this from MLB.com. Okay. This is crazy part. It says fans will have to wear a mask too. So, that's telling me that the MLB might be having fans in the stadium. Just, I again, I got this from MLB.com. That is what that is saying to me. So I'm excited now because maybe I can go see my team play. Another thing that they're throwing off in baseball, which is a big part, is there's no spitting or chewing of tobacco or sunflower seeds. Chewing gum is a lot. But I know I remember when I was little and you see a guy with like a giant boulder in his cheek and he's just chewing that tobacco and he spits that Luya and it hits the ground. That won't be happening this year. It's a big part of baseball. And this is another another weird, weird rule. A ball will be thrown out once it has been touched by multiple players. That happens every single play, and I don't understand it. You, you hit the ball. The outfielder catches it. He throws it to the cutoff man. The cutoff man throws it to the base that the runner will go to. That guy throws it to the pitcher. Are you going to throw the ball out after that? I don't wear a glove when I throw the ball, and neither do major league players. So, baseball probably has a lot of money to do all this. This is another funny rule. Fighting is strictly prohibited. Look, I know if a pitcher throws a ball behind me at my head or he hits me twice I'm charging that mound I'm going after that man and I'm going to 
make him feel the pain he gave me. So I don't know what they're going to do. If you irritate someone enough, they're going to go after you. And there's nothing you can do about it. So let's go from fighting to the injury list. The injury list was this how it was before. When a position player got injured, he was put on the 10-day IL. When a pitcher got hurt, he got put on the 15-day IL. Now, it would just be a 10-day IL injury list. That's what IL stands for, injury list. For all players for the shortened season. And the 60-day injury list will now be reduced to 45 days. Now, in some cities, the outbreak is bigger of COVID-19. It's way bigger in some cities. I know in the South, it's huge right now. And in parts of California, it's huge. So the MLB decided, and they agreed upon this, every team, every owner did, that if the COVID-19 outbreak is too big, they can relocate you to a different city and just have you play in that city. That's a good thing because we don't want to see Arizona Diamondbacks not play their season because of the outbreak. They'll just relocate them to a different city. That's all the major news and everything that's changing about the MLB season. I have four players that are choosing to opt out this year and not play. One player, Arizona Diamondbacks right-hander Mike Leake is the first known major league player to opt out this season. I know Mike Leake is not a big player. He's fighting for that fifth starting position. So this might backfire on him. I believe he's making about... 16 mil next year, but with the sorting season, he might not make that much anyways, so he's opting out. Another player choosing to opt out is Ian Desmond for the Rockies. He's also not playing this year, and he's making, I believe, 15 mil a year, and these are two players who, they came out and said they want to protect their family, which makes sense, but they support the team, and they're thankful that the team supports their decision two known players opting out for or for our champions the washington nationals joe ross and ryan zimmerman are opting out and not playing the season for safety of their family i know ryan zimmerman just had a child so he doesn't want to have his child get sick or anything like that but we all know ryan zimmerman is a pretty old man who continues to play He made it clear to everybody he is not retiring, okay? Don't think he's retiring. Again, he is not retiring. He's going to play next year, so just throwing that out there. Also, that's the end, and I want to give a special thanks to Dominique Klinger for keeping all this going, having my social media up, getting me all these likes and all this other stuff. Follow the Facebook page. It's Sports and Coffee with Oppo on Facebook. Or you can put Facebook.com slash APO Coffee. Look me up on there. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast. Uh, what else am I on? I'm on YouTube. I'm on Stitch. I'm on all these sites. You can look me up anywhere. Again, that's Sports and coffee with Oppo. Just look it up. You see me. You can go listen to me. And again, I want to thank everybody for listening. Remember to drink your coffee. If you don't drink coffee, drink your water. Stay blessed. Stay strong. I'm David Apodaca, and I 
am out.